You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I I am struggling so hard there will be absolutely no spoilers. I know so there I'm, won't I'm, be spoilers. I'm reticent to even say anything at all. Well, you're not going to say anything at all. Just you No, I mean say whether I liked, liked it or it. I didn't like it. Okay, I will say uh, yes, I did. I did enjoy the experience. The waiting in line, not so much, though. Yeah, how was the line? Okay. Well, th- there was a couple of realizations that I came to. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, <laughs> then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. That was really good. Greg like was uh, like enunciating that with his hands. You couldn't say it on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, I do that when I do voiceovers to make sure that I hit the... The punctuation you really points. Were. I think well, you anyway, were. anyway, there we go. Hello, everyone. It is Friday. It's Friday, December eighteenth, two thousand fifteen. And yesterday, my life was changed forever. No, was it really? Go. All right. Yes, yes. I have I've been, to. I, okay, Greg and I'm not, I haven't spoken about this, and so I have I'm to really make sure excited. that I don't give, uh, and I won't give any spoilers. You won't so that's give why, any. Yeah, but I want to be very clear about that. So, last night, I went and saw the brand new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to really say much about it at all, other than I will say I enjoyed it. And um, if you are a fan of Star Wars, even a casual fan of the previous films, you should go see it soon because it is going to be spoiled for you. It is going to it's going to happen. Uh, somebody somewhere probably within the, I would say you'd, you'd need to see it in the next two days if you're lucky or just avoid the internet altogether because it's going to get, it's going to get spoiled. Really? Yeah. It, and I, I don't even want to say anything more than that, okay. uh, you know, cause I can't don't. And, and I don't want to ruin that for anybody, but I will say that that's, that's, that's what I will say. It will get spoiled for you. If you are a fan, you should go see it. It is, it is a very good movie. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Would I like it? Um, I think uh, I have to be careful even how I answer that because I don't want to. I, I think you would like it. I don't think you would get as not since you have never seen any of the Star Wars movies. I don't think you would get as much out of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. It's not. But I mean, I, mean, I like good movies. I mean, yeah, if, but it's, it's, if like, it's better than most of the crap out there, then oh, I'd probably like it. Okay, but it's like a television series and you jump in in the seventh season. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get everything that's going on with it. Is it like seeing Firewalk with me before I watch all of Twin Peaks? I I don't know what that even Just means. Yes. I couldn't. I couldn't even. I couldn't even give you an okay. approximation of that. <laughs> um, no, I would. Yeah, that that's all I would say. Like you would still. You would still probably like it, but you're not gonna get as much out of it. It's not gonna make as much sense. Okay. Yeah. Without without watching the previous ones. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I want to say. So I was waiting in line. Yeah, in the, in the live chat, Nibble says, sounds like you're worried you'll be the one to spoil something. I am, because I want to talk about it so bad. Well, you're not going to. Uh, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. at all. I absolutely will not. Uh, no, the waiting in line thing, you did wait in line for a while. And it was, How was it? Was the line really long? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was all inside, though. Luckily, they didn't make us wait outside. Oh, okay. I thought it would be outside. I thought so, too. But no, they let us all in early with your tickets. But then you had to form a line where it just like wrapped around the inside of the movie theater. Like it snaked around, kind of? Yeah. So it was one of those things. And there were people that were there. I mean, I got there. Were people there in camping chairs? No, because they, they didn't bring in chairs inside. They were just okay. camped up. But they were all like had their little sections leaning up against the wall where sure. they had like all their blankets and crap like laid out. So they I don't know how long the first person in line had been there because we got there. And uh, there was a few of us that kind of went together, went together to it. And we got there probably an hour, an hour and 15 minutes early, mm-hmm. you know, before the movie actually started. And we, we were probably, I mean, towards the end of the line. I mean, it, it already wrapped around like twice around the, around the inside of the section we were in. Did people not get in? No, because you had to pre-buy tickets. Okay. But you would have got stuck in the... That's a, the main thing I didn't want to do is get stuck in those front seats. Oh, I yeah. Because I hate the front seats. I've been stuck in and the front seats before. And we 
barely got out of being mm. stuck in the front seats. Like I walked into the theater, and it's one of those things where okay, do you have to? You have to make a choice, and it was mostly full because we were towards the back of the line, even being there an hour and fifteen minutes early. And you know how you walk in at the bottom there, and there's the 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 front seats to your left, and then there's the whole middle section. And I don't even like the lower middle section. You know, I, I like to be further back in the theater. You sounded very particular about how you like to see movies. Yeah, yeah. I like to, I like to be in the back. You and seem like you're kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not really a pain in the ass. I'm just saying I like to be in the back. I like, you know, I paid my ticket. I paid my ticket price. I just didn't get there early enough, apparently. I guess I had to be there two hours early, and that wouldn't have been worth it for me. But, yeah, so I... I had to make a split decision, like, do, do I go right and go up the stairs and hope I find something up there, even though it's looking very sparse. Mm-hmm. It could be filled in. It's and a gamble. Then if, and then if I get up there, by then, the lower middle seats, they would have been taken, too. I would have been stuck in the front. Oh, my god! So gosh. it's like, do I gamble for the one I want, so was it like or do every... I take the one I don't really want, but it's better than the very low seats? Was it every person for themselves? Because if you're with a group of people, like, did you guys sit together? We we roughly okay. roughly yeah roughly sat together. We it was as as good as it could be. But I was on on one of the seats where I was far off to the left. Okay, but I could I could deal with that. It was better than sitting in front. Um, so that part that part was kind of a pain. But in the line though, I came to a realization of something, and and I was talking to Derek about this too. As we were we were in there, and we were kind of making you know you, you stand in line for a while, you start making fun of people around you. Just without them knowing about it. Is that what you do if you're a cruel human being? Well, no, not to their face. But you start like, oh, everybody's stuck in line. Then, you know, you start making fun of the guy who's got his a blanket wrapped around his legs in a theater. It's like, eh, that's just kind of creepy. That's weird. That is creepy. I don't want to yeah. see someone with a blanket around their legs. Right, exactly. In a theater. And then, and then, <laughs> and then we started making, like, uh, joking, like, oh, look at these nerds. They're all here. And then, and then it was the realization of, wait a minute. We're the ones in line for Star Wars on the night that it premieres. All excited about it the entire two days. We're the nerds. (laughs) Like seriously, you're making fun of your fellow brethren at that point. You guys are all part of the same world. It was yeah. It was it was it was a very quick realization. It's like oh yeah, that's me. And there's nothing wrong with it at all. But I'm just saying. Don't you know, be the person ever, though, that wears a blanket over their legs in public. Well, that's just weird. Unless you have to. I mean, unless you have some sort of physical ailment to which requires. No, this guy didn't. No, he just got there early and he was leaning up against the wall and he had like a blanket around his legs. Blanket people are weird. The people that bring the blankets in public. Like blankets in public, plus like people who like. I don't know. You've had roommates like this, like blanket roommates. The roommates that come out into where like they always public have space, like, or like then, um, you know, like girls. Like my friends have had girlfriends where they're just always like the girls that are always cold, and they always have like a blanket huddled around them. Like they're always sitting there, yeah, drinking their tea, like in like, like public style or just like in no, like even on the couch, like okay, on the couch yeah. in the living room, just like the the blanket girls. For some people, I think it's a comfort thing. It's it's not for me. I feel weird about it. Because um, then I feel like I'm hiding what's going on underneath the blanket, and I feel like that's a what is going on underneath the blanket, weirdo. Well, that's what I feel like. People are judging me if I'm wearing a blanket, like in a, any kind of a common area situation. So I, I don't, I don't do it. But yeah, I, it is. For, I think for some people, it's a comfort thing. For me, I always just wonder, like, if you're that cold, why don't you just put on more clothes? But I don't, I don't understand how that doesn't work out. But anyway, for to each their own. That's real Teach logical, them. Greg. Not in public, though. Not in public. That would be that would be strange. No blankets. But in yes, public. we in fact are the nerds. So that and that's that's okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you might have pretty, like a little pretty. like nerd separation. Like you might be there would be nerds and there might be blanket wearing nerds. But uh, you're all nerds. Yeah. 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 That's well, true. Well, I'm very glad. It was it was awesome. It was such sound, a good experience. I know. I already. Compared I had so much fun. Star Wars to Twin Peaks, but I'm saying like you sound like me like when. Like the new Twin Peaks series is going to come out. Yeah, I am going to be losing my mind. Oh, yeah. I am going to be so excited. Yeah, maybe it's the same. I don't know because I I don't know anything about. See, this would be like for me watching the new series of Twin Peaks. Like, say when that comes out, I guess we don't know since it's not out. I'm gonna guarantee. I'm gonna guess there's a lot I'm not gonna understand mm-hmm. because I haven't watched the original stuff. And that's that's one thing I would say with with the new Star Wars movie. That's all. All right. Yeah. You did good. Cool. No spoilers. You didn't spoil. Yes. Real good. Well, what did you do yesterday since you had your... uh, 
Oh well, I did my uh, did my cater waiter job, uh-huh. which was uh, which was fun. Lots of um, lots of fancy people celebrating the holidays. Okay, and I also uh, when I was cleaning something, I got a bunch of water on myself and destroyed my phone. So I'm really excited about that. I have no telephone. Right yes, now, uh, which means I, gotta... I can't turn it off. So it still rings and it makes noises, but for the life of me, I cannot figure out how to silence it. Oh well, you're you're gonna have to just like take the battery out. I think is what you're gonna have to do. Yeah, it's just uh, it is completely fried. If you can see this, yeah, Sarah has fried her phone. Well, how did you do that? I know it was cracked. We both have cracked screens on our phones. Yeah, I had it uh, in the front of my. I wear an apron at my job, and I had it in the front of it, and I was doing like some dishes, and I think I got some water next. I pulled it out because all of a sudden I felt like vibrating. I'm like, what's going on? And then I pulled it out, and it just had all these like stripes on the front of it. I'm like, oh shit. And I wasn't able, so I took out the battery and everything. It's it's unsalvageable. Yes, yes. So it that's is. what I get to spend this afternoon doing is dealing with the new phone. All right. Which I am kind of excited about. I've had this crack. Yeah. Why would you not be happy about it? New phone day is great. I don't know. I it's haven't a great had a new day. phone in a while. Yeah, new phone days are awesome. I mean, it's kind of a pain if it's broken for right now for like this little little amount of time. But mm-hmm. you're getting a new one this afternoon. I am Dude, super excited. I love new phone day. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go to uh, if anyone who lives in Portland is familiar with it. I'm gonna go to Lloyd Center, which is mm-hmm. the best people watching. Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go there. I'm going to have some food in the food court. And Lloyd maybe... Center, isn't that where Jimmy Pardo back in the day was like the spokesperson yes, for it? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah um, I like to go to the food court, maybe uh, get a little snack, count some pregnant teenagers. Oh, you're going to do the food court. I am going to do the food court. Are you going to sample? You always got to sample. sample. You always got to sample. Well, what kind of sample? No, when you go to the food court, you got to walk around to the different uh, different sections and you got to sample. I don't want to sample in the food court. That sounds like the saddest thing ever. Oh, no. I mean, all of those little places, they'll offer you, you know, the toothpick samples. And so you have to go around to each one and get a sample before you decide what you want to mm. what you want to pay for. So maybe I can use some some sort of barter system. A barter system? I don't know, to try and get some free food from them. I don't want, like, little What samples. are you going to trade? Well, I'm thinking of bartering because I met this. Or this is what I want to talk to you about. So I met this crazy person the other day. Um, it was very interesting. <laughs> so I was sitting out front. So this was yesterday. I was uh, sitting out front having a drink with my friend after I got off work last night. And this guy comes up and he is clearly, clearly on the drugs. Okay. Like very, like very cracked out. Like, a, like, like what kind of drugs are we talking about? Like meth. Oh, like a meth like style. Super, like okay. super, just like, like sits down. So I'm sitting here having a conversation with my friend, and this guy all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just comes and plops himself down next to us. Uh-huh. He's like, "Hey, how are you guys doing today? Are you guys doing really good? Are you doing good? Everything's Sarah's, good." Sarah's wobbling great? around in her seat. If you're trying to understand what's going on, well, right that's there. what I was doing. I was trying to do like the back and forth on the mic over the microphone. That's what he Is that you're like. giving it one of those things? I was. I was the doing air, some, yeah, the train doing passing some by. Voice acting. Giving it the train passing by. The train treatment. is passing by. Yeah. So this guy just comes and sits, and he is just, he's, you know, I always, I, I have empathy for the human race, particularly if someone seems like they're down on their Good life. for you, Sarah. Thank you. I'm a very kind Congratulations person. Congratulations on that, and I just want to make sure everybody notes that, that Sarah just said she has empathy for the human race. Check. Yet, when she's Check. in her apartment and she hears yelling and screaming outside, she will close the blinds. Not so my business. Not, so, so anyway. So anyway, so we're sitting out there, and this guy is just like, "Hey, how are you guys doing? You guys doing have a good, a good night? Are you having a really good night? That's cool." So, so he's he just there, randomly approached you. Just and randomly, he doesn't just randomly out. approach. He randomly comes up and then he sits down. Oh, I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. Like he sits down. Is it somebody table, that? You and it's just me, me and my friend. We're just sitting there. The only like, time I'm okay with that is if it's somebody that either I know or if it's like a listener of the show. Cool. Uh-huh. You know, then then there's there's some kind of personal reason. If you're just a complete random stranger who Cracked does not stranger. know me and yeah. I don't know you, don't don't sit down next to me. Don't just don't do that. No, so not the, uninvited. No, it was the weirdest thing. So he sits down, and I'm like, okay, like, and so he sits next to my friend, and um, so it's it's Tuggy, and so Tuggy was okay. sitting there, and and you know, t- like I'm I'm nice. I always attract the crazy. And Tuggy yeah, is always well, talking about how, like, I, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you always track the crazy partner. That's huh? because you talk to them. I don't talk to them. I was just sitting there talking to Tuggy, and this guy just sat down. He could tell, though, you were going to be one of the people. I was not. I didn't even make eye contact with him. No. I saw him kind of shuffling and dancing around. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, I didn't even look up. I've been out with you before, and you do. See, the, the way I deal with that is, like, if there is crazy, like, walking down the street, say you're sitting outside, you avoid eye contact, you don't look, 
And you just, just I did. hopefully I then avoided you, you eye slink contact. in, you slink in, neither seen nor heard, and then they'll just kind of pass you by. You, though, in all fairness, you do have a, a propensity to be overly, like, overly friendly. I was not if that's overly a thing. friendly. I Maybe not yesterday. I didn't look at him. Like, I saw him dancing around on the street. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a crazy person. So I just, I kept having my conversation. Didn't move my like my, my eyes from Tuggy. We're sitting there having a conversation. In no way, shape, or form did I invite this guy to come over and like talk to us. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm sitting there. So we're having a talk, and I see him kind of like this guy's kind of shuffling around, like he's doing like that the tweaker dance, you know, where he's kind of like wiggling. Like the method walk. Was he trying to be a tough? Was he a tough? No, method? he wasn't doing. He was now, like the, as it was the crackhead dance. Okay, not the method. I am walk. kind of a you know, as I've said here many times before, I'm kind of like the resident expert on methods sure. because I did. Did have them, you know, the, the oh, method yeah. neighbors for uh, for a very long time, and I'm kind of like the National Geographic uh, guide expert on methods okay. on, this, on the urban method. Mm-hmm. Rural is a little bit different. They're harder. Rural, rural uh, methods. That's a little bit of a different kind of a method because you got to get to get close to them. You have to go onto their property, and that's uh, you're going to get shot. Mm-hmm. So urban methods, you can more easily uh, watch them. Mm-hmm. And so with these with these ones. So this this guy was not one of the aggressive kind no. of. Okay. I don't think it was. I, I don't know if it was meth. This was something different. Like you think he it was, was more of a crack style. I think it was more. Uh, I think he was leaning more toward the the crack style. Like crack is back. Like he was very wiggly. His crack back. He was very wiggly. Okay. Like All right. he was just like everything was moving like uh, singularly from like everything else. Like he was just okay. like. Like doing the thing, like where he's the whole just body. Sitting. Can you explain what it is you're doing what right I, now? What he's doing? He's basically doing like some sort of like like moon dance, but he's like sitting down, like he's just sitting down, like wiggling, like his shoulders, like his whole and his, torso is just still everything wiggling. is, and like his torso is wiggling, his arms are wiggling, and they're it's almost like he's doing a dance, but you can tell it's an uncontrolled dance, like he's not. There's meaning. no music or anything. There's no music, and he's not really dancing. It's just like the dance of crack. Okay, All like right. his body is just dancing to the rhythm of the crack. Okay. And so he sits down, to and I'm just like, crack. So he sits down. And I'm like, oh shit. And I'm not going to be mean, but I mean, it, I mean, it was kind of rude for him to just sit down at our table. Yeah. Like when, you know, because we're sitting there clearly having a conversation, and this guy just sits down. And he's like, "Hey guys, what's going on? What are you doing? What's going on? How are you?" I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Ah, good." And Tuggy's like, "Hey." Hey, buddy, it's all right. You can just keep going. And the guy's just like, oh, no, let me show you what I have. I want to I, I want to trade you guys something. Do you have any money? Let me show you what I can tell you for some money. I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't say okay. I'm just like, like he no, want, it's he okay. He wanted to do a trade? Yeah, he said that he had something that he wanted to trade us for money. And I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't have any cash on me, which I didn't. And he's like, oh, well, it's a, well, let me just show you what I have. Let me just show you what I have. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out, I shit you not, a full thing of air freshener, like a Glade spray <laughs> air freshener. And he plops it on the table. He's like, I have this real good air freshener. You see, it's it's a, like it was like plum flavored or something. He's like, oh, I have this. Do you guys, you want to buy my air Wait, freshener from me? So he, he brought out a bottle of air freshener? He bought out a bottle of air freshener. I thought that it was going to be like an intervention kind of thing where he started, I thought he was going to start huffing it or something. <laughs> Because when he pulled it out, I'm just like, oh, shit, he's huffing air he freshener. He had, like, Glade Plum Air Freshener. Like, the spray air freshener. Like, the can of spray air freshener. Was it full? Yeah, it was full. Yeah, because he was shaking it, and he's just like, hey, you want this air freshener? This so is what, he just, like, freshener. lift it from, from Safeway or something? I have no or? idea. I have no idea, but he had a full can of air freshener. Okay. And I'm like, no, thanks. I don't, again, I don't Well, have... wait, did you make an offer, though? I mean, you know, if you can get it for cheap. No, I didn't want. Because what's that cost? I, I didn't like, want his crack pocket. Things are like air three, freshener. four bucks for those things, for it the for the for the can. Totally not worth. Offer him a dollar, and you just made yourself some money right there. Made a little profit. Yeah, you'll make a little bit of profit. Mm-hmm. So you didn't offer him anything. I did not offer him anything. Okay. So like, so he didn't get a did bite. Did Tuggy offer him? Tuggy did not. Tuggy, okay. I'm, I'm just right. saying they're looking at Tuggy like, please, like he's nice, but you know, I could tell he was like clearly irritated, and he uh-huh. was like. And it's like, okay. And that's what he said, too. He's like, you attract... Like, this guy's just sitting there, like, doing his little shakes and, like, showing... Like, shaking the air freshener and showing uh-huh. it to us. And Tuggy's like, you attract the craziest people. I'm like, you're here, too. It's not just me. No, it's you. So so what he, else What else did he have? So then he had that. Well, he had two things. So he had the air freshener, and then, like, he didn't get any bites on the air freshener. Okay. So I was like, oh, no thanks. Did he try to you know. sell it to you? Did, you? did he explain some of the benefits of it? He didn't explain the benefits, but he was just like, oh, he's hey, I have this pitch real down. good... He's like, I have this. Like, he probably would have done better. Uh huh. Okay, so he didn't have the didn't have the pitch he didn't down for have that. The pitch down. What was his? Did he have other wares? Were there other things? 
Uh, he did have, so he had air freshener, and the second thing he had, I kid you not, a set of chopsticks. <laughs> like, honest to God, free chopsticks from, like, a Thai restaurant. Like, in, like, the red case and everything? Oh, no, they were just free chops. They were, like, just loose chopsticks. Loose chopsticks. He had loose chopsticks. The wood kind or the... The wood kind. So not the free the kind, kind, not the, plastic. The free wood kind. The free wood chopsticks. Well, all right. And again, I'm not ever, like, you know, making fun of the ailments of other people, but this guy was clearly well, this, out of his mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so wh- did he pitch you a price for the chopsticks? He did not. I'm um, sure he would have if, you know, he thought that we were interested in said chopsticks. I'm like... So he tried to... He wanted you to buy the chopsticks. No, he was like... Like, he saw the air... Like, he saw that we weren't biting at the air freshener. He's like, but wait, there's more. They were already split apart, too. So they were used chopsticks. They were used chopsticks. In his pockets of his starter jacket that he was wearing. Yes. A can of air freshener and two broken apart used chopsticks. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Did he have any other wares? Nope, that was it. That was it. Just air freshener and chopsticks. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I appreciate an entrepreneur. He did end up winning, though, because uh, I think that I think uh, it, we got the long con on him uh-huh. and he got it on us actually because Tuggy actually ended up giving him money for him to go away oh it won maybe that like, was the whole thing won. I know he did it okay that's I, you know what I kind of respect mm-hmm. that that'd be if I were if I were going to be doing something like that that would be a lot more fun just sit down to be not threatening just annoying until mm-hmm. people pay you to go away Hmm. Oh yeah, he was definitely paid to go. Trying ahead. to trying to get, and then then what if you do get somebody to buy the air freshener? That'd just be hilarious, or somebody to buy your chopsticks off of you. That that'd be kind of funny. Ah, I see where this guy is going. All right, I I respect it. I kind of I kind of mm-hmm. do too. I kind of do too. Good for him. Mm-hmm. All right, well there we go. Uh, someone's asking what's stopping you, Greg. I nothing. That's the scary part. You know, really, I could just kind of go there. Once you cross that bridge, though, man. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to cross that line. Because, you know, I'll be joking around, oh, I'm doing it for fun, doing it for fun. And no. then that's your life. And then this is it. Yeah. yeah I'm and then the all guy of a sudden, you're that guy. That walks around and annoys people at the bar until they pay him to go away. With a can of air freshener and two broken chopsticks. Yeah. I bet I'd find somebody to buy those chopsticks. Like, honest- I would sell those pair of chopsticks to okay, somebody. Okay, it's not like a... It's not a quest. You don't have to. Do I'd get it. somebody to buy them. You would not get anyone to use your broken chopsticks. I, well, no, but I'd get somebody to buy them from me. I could do that. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, gu- I, I guarantee... I could find somebody that would buy those chopsticks off of me. Even if it was just to make me go away, I would find oh, somebody Oh, yeah, they'd to buy, buy it from you to make you go away. Yeah, still. Still. That, hey, a sale's a sale. A sale's a sale. Sale's a sale. Oh, my gosh. And I have to tell you, I feel really naked without being able to use my phone. Like, I have all these text messages. Like, it's like, you have five text messages. I can't see them. You're very upset about the I've missed phone, phone. calls mm-hmm. that I can't see. You have no idea. Who could be calling you right now? You think you're missing important things? Maybe I missed my callback for that audition I totally nailed. <laughs> I think that's already shot, actually. I think it already has, yes. Oh, thanks. I thought you would be supportive of me, and so you're like, no, just kidding. You suck at acting. No, I, I'm very supportive. I go on all kinds of auditions and don't get them. Um, but I can tell you that it already shot because there was a cattle call for extras for it. And I believe the shoot was today. It was today. I remember reading about it on the thing. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say what it was for now, can't I? Uh, I will leave that up to you. Okay. I mean, you didn't get it, so... Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, it's up to you. I'm staying out of that one. I'm that's, never that's a, going I'm, to get an acting job. Well, like, and I still want to get them, so that's why I'm staying out of this, but you are free to say whatever you want to. All right. I shit you not. The part I auditioned for was for the role. I won't say what it's for. Of a popcorn popper. <laughs> a popcorn lady. I could not nail the role of a lady who liked popcorn. Seriously. Like a popcorn lady. Mm-hmm. Like a popcorn popper. Like, so just an aficionado. Afici- an aficionado of okay. popcorn. Okay. Because I just can't do it, man. 
I can't do it. Acting is so dumb. <laughs> it is the dumbest thing. I yeah. was, it, it is so stupid. So, like, I yeah. got there. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I had to do, like, basically, he told me, like, there are some lines, like, a bunch of lines that I had to memorize before it, which I totally forgot by the time it it was time to do it. But um, a bunch of lines. But the thing I had to do was basically pretend that I was obsessed with popcorn and talk about, oh, God, it was so stupid. And, and talk about it? I had to talk in character. As a popcorn lady? What as, was your popcorn voice? As a lady who was obsessed with popcorn. What was your what was your popcorn voice? It was this. I'm not obsessed with popcorn. It was it was Well, so, that's why it's acting. It's I a, know, acting is stupid. The guy who plays Dexter isn't actually a serial killer that I know of. Okay, but I have to say, well, I mean, not actors aren't stupid, but I'm saying I felt so dumb I couldn't do it. Like, like, so the person who was uh, the casting agent, he was just like, "So, uh, what do you like the most about popcorn?" <laughs> and then you have to answer, and the other thing is just like, "So, do you?" Do All you right, find- let me try it here. No, and I swear he's just like. Sarah. So, do you find that other temper? Do you find that temperatures some uh, sometimes change uh, how you can make your popcorn? Those were the questions. What do you do if it rains? Is it harder to make popcorn if it's raining? Those were the questions. Those then you had to come up with answers. What were your answers? I want to hear your answers. Uh, all right, I, let's, no, let's try it. Absolutely let's not. Let's try it. Absolutely not. Sarah? Absolutely not. We're, we're cutting World of Crazy just no. for a minute. Sarah, I'm going to ask you. Okay, just do one. Do one. I just want to see what the answer was. Uh... Sarah, do you feel that uh, different temperatures change how you make your popcorn? Oh, my God. That was one of the questions. Oh, God, no. I couldn't do it. This is why I didn't get it because I'm just like, I couldn't take did it Did you seriously. just yell out no? No. <laughs> what did you had to come up with something? Well, I did. But you know what? We don't have to do this. Oh. I don't need to revisit that. Oh, boy. It's a sensitive. This is just one audition. I think it's my first and last audition. I just can't do it. I was talking to my mom afterward, and um, like she's like, "So, what was your that audition thing that you did?" And I told her she's like, "That sounds really stupid." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it is." I'm like, "Imagine having to pretend that she's like you had to." Pre- she's like, "You had to pretend that you were obsessed with popcorn." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I had to pretend to be a werewolf earlier this year. I did not get the role. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I don't think I ever talked about that on the air. There was a Fred Meyer commercial that came out. I can say this because it's already aired. The season's passed. Um, where it was it was a Halloween commercial. And it did air quite a bit during Halloween. Where it was this kid goes into a Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer's like a department store here. Um, groceries and all that stuff. And so this the the premise was this little kid goes in with his mom to... Fred Meyer, and she sees everybody as normal people, but he sees them all as who they really are, which is like Dracula and a werewolf and like a witch and that stuff. And uh, I had the audition for the role of werewolf. And uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Acting isn't stupid. And I had to pretend to be a werewolf and then wink at the camera. No. If you see the commercial, it's online somewhere. I, there's a note. Some guy got the role. Um, yeah. The pay was really good, though. And I was going to... Oh, I yeah. I would have been it. paid a pretty penny to be a popcorn lady. Yeah. That was my motivation. Well, that's, like, that's, they, that's why it's, you know, worth doing some of those things. No, I know. That's that's what inspired me to actually get through the popcorn position. Uh-huh. Yep. But, yeah, I would have been winking at the camera in werewolf makeup. Sometimes I look at commercials I did not get and I wonder, I'm just like, what? I'm like, I wish Greg had this commercial when I see like someone doing something particularly stupid. Yeah. I'm just like, God, I wish Greg would have gotten this commercial. Yeah. It would just make me so happy. Well, there we go. Yeah, Simon said, you know, it isn't stupid getting paid for playing pretend. No, it's not. Again, I'm saying actors aren't stupid. I just feel stupid doing it. It just feels silly. Yeah, it I is. I mean, it's just awkward. It is. If you're pretending to be something, like, it's awkward. But yeah, I would have totally been the popcorn lady if they would have picked me. I just don't think I showed the passion. 
He didn't have the passion for the popcorn. Mm-hmm. All right, let's stop talking about this. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Right. Oh yeah, people are asking how much you get paid, and someone's asking one gazillion trillion dollars. That was exactly how much it was. Yep, that's a gazillion trillion Nailed dollars. Nailed it. Nailed Enough, it. Enough. You never have to work again the rest of your life if you get one of those popcorn commercials. I totally would have done no. the popcorn. It's thing. just it's you know it's it's decent for what you're doing. And all I'm saying is like you try not to feel silly if somebody is asking you to act as if you're obsessed with popcorn <laughs> and asking you in like to be in character as somewhat obsessed with popcorn to answer questions not lines mind you but to answer you questions improv, about yeah yeah it, it was improv about popcorn yeah it was weird all right first up out of Henrico Virginia Henrico what boo, where boo, boo, boo. Henrico okay isn't that how it's said um I don't know oh I thought Just you were making you fun again. of me no Okay, on a Henrico, Virginia. Virginia man will be spending more time behind bars, because he's already behind bars, after he is being sentenced for polygamy when his second and third wives showed up to visit him in jail at the same time. Oh, busted. Not consecutive second and third wives. Actual wives that he was married to at the same time. Ooh, yikes. So this guy's name is Frank E. Blake. What are you doing here? Uh, Frank- they both came at the same time? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Frankie Blake's visitors let investigators discover that Blake actually hadn't divorced his second wife before he married his third, therefore making him a polygamist. Yep. So authorities also say Blake married his second wife. Also, before his divorce from his first wife was finalized, so he in turn is wow. actually married to three different women. Wait, so he... So it isn't polygamy, excuse me, it's bigamy. Y- yeah. So Blake has pleaded no contest. Polygamy is if they're all living together, right? Yeah, if they're all like yeah. one big happy family. Yeah, bigamy is just if uh, they don't know about each other. They it's don't like know about each other. Going to for a long work work trip. I'm going to go not visit my other family. Nope. Uh, so Blake. That just seems like so much work. It's a lot of work. To maintain like separate families and not have them know about it. Have you ever known anybody with that had, had a hidden family? <laughs> I mean... Maybe, but I wasn't aware of it because they hid it so well. And uh, no, I I don't believe. So maybe I'm, they are very good at hiding it. You don't know it. Maybe you know tons of people I mean. that have hidden families. Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know a lot maybe of I do. Married people that might or might not have hidden families <laughs> that go on a lot of work trips. Maybe they do. I mean, I I don't know. You know, it's yeah, not my. I guess they're good at hiding it if that's the case. These things happen. that that just seems like extremely stressful. <laughs> Try being married to one broad, let alone three. <laughs> no, but seriously. Yeah. Uh, Blake pleaded no contest to a charge of bigamy stemming from the overlap between the end of his first marriage and the start of his second and the uh, end of his second and the start of his third. He was sentenced to one and a half years in prison. So these women still thought that they were the only one? They thought they were the only one. Wow. Uh, Blake said he didn't realize he was committing a felony and he was very sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's very sorry he got caught. So I didn't realize that this was a thing. I've never heard about this in the United States, but this uh, apparently is a big... Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, This is a big day in the UK. In London, uh, police and paramedics in England are preparing themselves for a spike in alcohol consumption as as residents celebrate during what is known as Mad Friday, which is today. Which actually in London, it's about 8.30 right now, which means Mad Friday is full in effect. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, listeners in London. I don't know if they're in the live chat right now, but oh yeah, are you guys participating in Mad Friday? Celebrating what's so? What is Mad so Friday? Mad exactly? Friday represents the last working Friday of the holiday season and is often accompanied by holiday parties and other celebrations. Okay, right. uh, the BBC reports an increase of a hundred and forty-two percent in alcohol sales on Mad Friday. Wow, a hundred and forty-two percent. Mad Friday. Mad Friday. So everyone goes batshit crazy in the UK because this is the last work day of the holiday season. So they don't work next week at all? I guess not. Man. Or even the week after? I guess Christmas and New Year's are both on Fridays, but... All right. The London Ambulance Man. Service is anticipating more than 700 alcohol-related incidents uh, today after attending <laughs> as many as... Uh, 32 in one hour uh, the year before. Wow. 32 separate incidents. I don't know if I'd want to be there to see that or if that's something I would just rather 
not be no. around. Well, the London because it sounds like it's kind of an amateur sounds hour. Sounds like kind of a shit and show. And it sounds for some reason I have no idea why, but I just picture a lot of people wanting to fight. Yeah, a lot of drunk British people that you can't understand. I what picture drunk British people. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, you, somehow you root for the wrong soccer team or something, and then. Yeah. Don't wear blue, that's Chelsea's colors game. Then when they, I lived in London, that was the that's hardest. Not a, that's not how I view all British people, by the way, just oh, so you know. Oh, stop trying to, like, justify. I'm just oh, saying it's the, the... That's how he views all drunk British, British people. Even you. Right. Even you. Oh, you think you're drunk. I'm an Arsenal man. Honestly, that was what uh, was the hardest thing living in London. <laughs> like, I would make some it. British friends, but then uh-huh. as soon as we had a couple pints, like, I couldn't fucking understand them. Oh, yeah. I could not understand them. I made a friend, and he was Mark, and he was going uh, to school there, but he he was from... London, but he was uh, Cockney. So oh yeah, like he had that like uh-huh. very like very thick accent. Yeah, and so met him because we would go and have drinks at the school near where our school was because it was super cheap because London's very expensive, and we could go there because they had like pubs on campus that were super cheap for like the college students, uh-huh. so you could get like cheap beer. And I tried to be friends with him, and like we would all hang out, but then like after two beers, I could not understand him. Wow. And he would just be like, I was and he'd be like, Haha. I'm like, Haha. I don't like we had such a language barrier and we were speaking the same language just with too thick of an accent. Do you know uh where the the word oi that's used in, in like punk and all that stuff? You know where that comes from? No. It is a cockney um that's cockney slang for hey. Well yeah, that's what I thought it was. You just said you didn't know. Well I thought it was gonna be something more compelling than that. Well, no, that's where it came from. It's Cockney like slang oi. for hey. Yeah. Yeah. That was good, Greg. I wasn't trying to, like, break your mind. I just asked you, and you said no. And then I tell you what it is. like, well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, London Ambulance Service Paul Woodrow uh, said, Most patients we look after on Mad Friday um, have nothing wrong with them medically and just need a safe place to sober up. Uh, but excessive drinking can cause injuries like sprains and cuts and impaired judgment and put people at risk as well as the long-term health of, health impacts it may have. So uh, in response to binge drinking that accompanies Mad Friday, like seriously, they're having like a countrywide response to today, to Mad Man. Friday in London. So in response to the binge drinking that accompanies Mad Friday, uh, a campaign has, uh, has started promoting abstinence from alcohol known as Dry January. For all of the That's UK. Dry anything, that doesn't sound fun. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. Oops. All right, sorry. Okay. Dry, dry January. Mm. I don't, how are they going to get a marketing campaign around that? That's not the right way to do it. Well, you got to uh, make it more exciting. Dr. Yvonne Doyle thinks that it's going to take off. Uh, Yvonne says, a period of abstinence could, could encourage less harmful, better drinking habits in the long term. Even six months later... Well, yeah, but you're not selling it right. Yeah, even six months later, evidence from dry January shows that more than two-thirds of participants are still drinking less. I don't know. So anyway, those are two things that I didn't know existed until today, Mad Friday and dry January. Prude February. You gotta work on the marketing. Craig, I'm gonna get a little political here. Oh, all right. You know, I'm really big into the politics. Okay, yep. It's just me. I'm just always just just mm-hmm. watching the politics. Just yep. boo, 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 boo. Us Manchester. United or City. I'm just basically naming soccer teams that I know the names of. Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Chelsea. Manchester United. In Manchester City. Crystal Palace. All right, the story made me laugh. That's about it. I'm Liverpool. Uh, no, I'm just naming cities. Headline reads: Thirty percent of Republicans polled are in favor of bombing the fictional country from Aladdin when asked about it. <laughs> so in what Aladdin, was there is a fake country from the movie from the Disney movie Aladdin. Okay. Called Agrabah. Okay. When polled, 30% of Republicans, when asked if we should bomb Agrabah, which is a fake city, or a fake country, excuse me, from the movie Aladdin, they were in favor of bombing it. 
So this is from a public policy polling. So that survey indicates that 30% of Republicans and 19% of Democrats, so it's on both sides of the pool, uh, support bombing the home of Aladdin, Jasmine, and the genie. <laughs> Uh, in its latest poll of Republican voters planning to bo- vote in the upcoming presidential primary, it found that 30% of respondents would support bombing Agrabah, while 13% would oppose such a measure and 57% were unsure. I believe in the 57% <laughs> since they should be unsure since it doesn't <laughs> do that. Wow. Uh, also, it says that uh, its survey of Democratic primary voters suggests that 19% would support an attack on Agrabah. Well, uh, 36% would oppose such a move. Well, I definitely think we should have some more restrictions on agribonds from coming in here. I mean, my God. Keep them out of our country. I mean, right? if they're over there, I don't want one as a neighbor. Ugh. From Agrabah. I don't want any agribonds here. Out of Manchester, England. Oh, we are just talking about Manchester. Next up, out of Manchester, England. This is one of those stories that I always wish would happen to me. I know you'd want, to, want it to happen to you. A British supermarket's in-house bank is assessing its losses after an ATM glitched and dispensed free money to its customers. Oh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but you can't keep it. They'll track you down. I would keep it. They'll track you down. The cash machine at the Tesco store in Manchester, England, uh, accumulated a long line Wednesday, which drew some attention, after shoppers discovered it was giving out double the requested amounts of cash. <laughs> and it was announced, the free and, and the free money ATM was announced on social media. The bank said the ATM was completely emptied of cash by customers, and the bank is working to assess its losses. They said, we're putting right the error made by the cash machine, and we'll have it up and running normally again as soon as possible. A London ATM gave, labeled the Super Rich Cash Machine gave out more than $16,000 in free money in September of last year, but the incident was revealed to be a publicity stunt. How did they stunt. not catch it in that amount of time? So that one was a publicity stunt. However, this one, that's weird. So they must not be looking at the Receipts camera. or the camera or anything. Or I guess the receipts, too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it should keep track of what is... It's not that hard of a... Computation to make. That's like, true. I didn't even think about that. I was so blinded by the prospect of free money. I didn't even realize the whole like receipt and paper trail. <laughs> and finally, I have the story of the saddest woman in the world. Uh-oh. 22-year-old Gabriel Newton, who has legally changed her name. She's 22 years old. Legally changed her name to Gabriel Newton Bieber because she believes that she was the world's biggest... Say it for me, Greg. No, I'm not going to say it. I know what it is, but I will not say it. Belieber. Although she doesn't get to sleep with the real Justin Bieber every night. Shocking. Gabriel Newton Bieber, again 22 years young, sleeps with a cardboard cutout of Justin oh, Bieber. God. Every night talks to it, cuddles it, kisses it, caresses it. Uh, so, Miss Gabriel Newton Bieber is a supermarket worker, and she claims to be the world's biggest Justin Bieber fan. Uh, she legally changed her name recently so she could pretend that they were married. <laughs> Who's believing this? I'm married to Justin Bieber. <laughs> Hi, I'm 22. I'm married to Justin Bieber. In the last six years, Gabriel Newton Bieber has acquired five different Justin Bieber-related tattoos. Oh, wow. She even hopes that someday her dedication to the pop idol will persuade him to have children with her. She owns every record, DVD, perfume, nail polish, and makeup the star has ever put his name to. And has a wardrobe full of Justin Bieber clothing, and her walls are plastered with posters with his face on it. T- tell me her name one more time. Her name is Gabrielle Newton Bieber. She said. Didn't you say Gabriel at the beginning of this? I think you. I think you mispronounced it earlier. No, it's Gabrielle. No. Okay. So Gabrielle goes on to say, "Even my wait, what? This is weird. Even my boss calls me Justin now." That's. Wait, does she want to be Justin no, Bieber, or she wants or to? She be wants to... to I always call Justin my husband when I talk to people. I say I got to go to my husband. What? That's so creepy. He's just the one on TV. They find it weird because we're not really married. If only we were, just maybe one day. Now, Gabrielle, who is 
surprisingly never had a boyfriend. What? Where's the no. only man to make her happy is Justin Bieber. She is going to be a very sad woman for or the rest of her life. Or failing that, she would uh, also settle for a long-lost twin or really good Justin Bieber lookalike. <laughs> Gabrielle. What's she offering to the table very here? Deep, that deep, she, she's got a lot of demands. Soulful woman goes on to say, I think Justin Bieber is the only man for me. I wouldn't literally go out with anybody else except for Bieber. Unless he had an identical twin or a lookalike. Now, Gabrielle's <laughs> obsession with the 21-year-old singer began back in 2009, following the release of his debut one time. Gabrielle, not at all crazy, says, uh, Justin released his first single one time when I was age 16, and straight away I was obsessed. He was so cute with his floppy hair and riding his skateboard. I fell for him instantly. He makes us all so happy. Justin Bieber is my world. I wouldn't change a thing about him. He has made mistakes, and I think that he's learned from them, and I wouldn't copy his bad boy antics, but I wouldn't want to change him. You better believe that his security team's well aware of her. You better believe. Oh, no, never mind. Her obsession with Justin Bieber has been, of course, permanently inked onto her skin. On one side of her ribs, she has Bieber tattooed, with on the other side, Believe. Underneath one of her breastuses, she has Belieber inscribed, while on her shoulder she has a copy of the key that is often uh, spotted hanging around the singer's neck with Never Say Never written underneath. She said, next year I plan to get Purpose tattooed under the... I don't know what this means. This must be a Justin Bieber thing. Under my other breast. Who says breast? <laughs> I want to get tattooed under my breast. But I wouldn't go as far to get my face tattooed on me unless it was... Or his face tattooed on me unless it was somewhere like <laughs> yeah. on... I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> unless it was somewhere like on my bum. That's what she said. Gabrielle. She wants his face on her bum? She wants to get his face tattooed on her butt, yes. Gabrielle, who lives in Worksop, mm. Nottinghamshire, begged her mum to let her change her name. Eventually, her she relented and even... Yeah, she's, a, she's a Brit. Eventually, she relented and even paid for the name change as a birthday present. She even admitted to sleeping with the cardboard cutout of Bieber that she <laughs> won in a competition when she was 16. <laughs> she said, I just tried sleeping with it once just to see what it was like, but it would have been better if it was the real thing. God, she's creepy. Sometimes I'll talk to him and tell him to move if he's in my way when I'm sleeping. But I haven't had dinner with him or anything crazy like that yet. <laughs> I mean, that's just bonkers. <laughs> Perhaps this year I'll bring him down so he can have Christmas dinner with us. <laughs> uh, is there an interview with her family on their uh, thoughts on this? Gabrielle says that she's family chosen to go or... public about her obsession with the hopes that Justin will meet her when he comes to perform in the next month <laughs> at the Sheffield Arena. She said to meet him would literally mean the world to me as it is my dream. I want to thank mean him for all he has done. Me. For all of us believers. <laughs> Ugh. This makes me uncomfortable. There you have it, my friends. That's your world crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. It is crazy. Was there anybody you were that obsessed about when you were... No. Well, granted, this this is a full grown woman too. This, this is isn't a, a uh, yeah. This is not. I mean, I liked you know, like I liked Donnie Wahlberg from right. Kids on the Block, but I mean, like, not that it would like keep me up at night. I'd be like, oh, I think he's cute. <laughs> it's Donnie Wahlberg. Let doing me stare at my poster of Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Sleep with a cardboard cutout. That is just creepy. That's pretty creepy. That is so creepy. Yeah. No man's good enough for her. No man Sorry, will ever fellas. be good enough for her. Sorry. You're They're set up to fail. Enough. Yep, that's true. Maybe she's doing like a reverse psychology thing. Like, oh, you don't think I'm good enough, as good as Justin Bieber? Mm, I see. No, I don't see. Should we do some ball talk really quick? Should we do some ball talk? Yes, because I have a couple of things. A couple of things. And Sarah, it's getting back to prediction time. Oh, boy. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. A little bit of ball talk for you. A couple of words of note. Uh, we did talk about, uh, you did bring up a little bit of politics. I'll, I'll bring up a little bit only because it does cross over here. Tom Brady in the news. Tom Brady. New England's sweetheart, Tom Brady. <laughs> in the news because he uh, cut a press conference short because he's tired of questions about his buddy. Tom Brady is uh, made a statement previously that sounds like he's regretting, but he did make the statement 
that he supports Donald Trump for president. And so, what? yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a very hardcore Republican. Um, yeah. There's. So Tom Brady one doesn't necessitate the other. No. Jesus. Uh, yeah. No. That and yeah. You're right. Uh, but so yeah, Tom Brady made this statement, and uh, and now of course people are going to ask him questions about it. I mean that's just it. You're a public figure. You made a statement. There's a presidential election cycle that's going on, and plus it's Donald Trump. So uh, people keep asking them questions, and so they're cutting their press conferences. I feel short. confident in saying I totally look down upon anybody who's supporting Donald Trump. Yeah, and that's as political as I get. Yeah, no, 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 and I agree. If you're a Donald Trump supporter and you're listening to us, I don't respect you. Yeah, honestly, he's I'll stand a by that of, same he's a sack statement. Of shit, a horrible, racist, bigoted, orange sack of shit. Yep, I 100% stand by that statement. Uh, so Tom Brady. Greg, we just got political. Boo, boo, boo. Fuck Tom Brady. Well, now you're going to get people angry. Oh, yeah. I need to look in the chat. Is Jez mad at me? Probably. Well, he's probably not going to comment on it because they're they're going to try to ignore that Tom Brady did mm. say that. Anyway, Tom Brady. Not answering questions about his buddy Donald Trump. Moving on in ball talk. If you're going to, like, loudly profess that you are voting or, like, you're going to say, like, I support this person and you're in the public eye, you damn well better be able to stand next to your statement. Well, yeah, if you're no, not going to talk, you're going to be like, Yeah, if you're not answering questions but you've already made a declarative statement supporting somebody, that's, that's a bitch move. Yep. I, I, I don't have anything else to add for it. But you're Tom Brady's a piece of crap. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, you know what? We'll just go to this. We'll go to this and then we'll do some predictions. Uh, actually, I will say one other thing. There is a story that's been circulating I want to give credit to. Um, LeBron James. Oh, yeah. I saw this. It's a pretty It's a pretty cool video. There's a video out there of LeBron James. He was uh, during the Boston. Let's see. Cleveland was playing at Boston. And during one of the breaks, they did a tribute to this uh, 16-year-old kid. He was born with a, some kind of a brain defect, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, it was something to do with his brain. So um, he's overcome all these different things, and he's part of the Special Olympics, and they did a whole tribute for him. And LeBron, after the break, um, after the timeout, you know, I mean, he's in the middle of a game, but he's playing, um, made a point to run all the way across the court and reach out to him, you know, and, and give him, like, a little pat and a hug. And the, the look on the kid's face, though... Is pretty cool. You could, mm-hmm. It's like the greatest moment of this kid's life. I know it's because so LeBron sweet. like purposely stopped everything and went and found him. It's pretty cool. It's it's one of those little things, you know. You didn't have to do it. I mean, it's not like a huge thing, but he made a point to go over there. And then at the press conference after the game, they asked him, you know, what it was like. He's like, "Well, that wasn't for you. That wasn't for fans. That wasn't for anybody. That was for him." Because I, I respect what he's gone through. And then I guess he went and found him and gave him his shoes and all that stuff. It's kind of cool. That is cool. It's a cool little thing. So I know in ball talk, usually I highlight uh, things because it's more fun to talk about things, athletes, when they mess up. But there's a lot of them doing good stuff. All right. I digress. Sports Illustrated in some trouble right now. Sports Illustrated does, in fact, still put out a magazine. Really? Yeah. Physical magazine still does come out. Interesting. And not just the swimsuit issue. They do still have the magazine that comes out. However, looks like they may have cut down on some staff to do the fact-checking and uh, proofreading. So the cover story is called The Case for Michigan State. And Michigan State, their football team is in the college football playoffs, one of the final four teams in the country. So they got a shot at, at winning it all. Big deal. Um, it, it's a very big deal. They won the, the Big Ten as well. Mm. Their coach is a pretty big-time college football coach. He's a very well-known name, and his name is Mark D'Antonio. Now, there's also a an NBA coach who I don't think he's in the NBA right now, very famous, named Mike D'Antonio. Two very different people, not related. Okay. Different people. Mike 
NBA Mark College Football. On the cover of the Sports Illustrated, the case for Michigan State, they show the uh, Michigan State quarterback, and then it says, for, the, for one of the main articles, how Mike D'Antonio rebuilt the Spartans. Oh, wow. It's supposed to be Mark D'Antonio. <laughs> this is the cover of the magazine, and your magazine is about sports. Oh, that was pretty much the death rattle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be too good. So anyway, there's that. Uh, Sports Illustrated getting a lot of crap for that. All right. Let's go to this. It's time to make some predictions here. All right. Prediction time has arrived because the college bowl season is upon us. College bowl season. It's the time of year where many different teams are matched up. Some in uh, in big matchups, some in smaller. Around the country, though. As you can tell, I'm pulling them up right now. I'm just trying to really poignantly make sure that we're aware. I why you were talking so slow. Well, sometimes the internet uh, is a friend, and sometimes the internet is not a friend, sir. That was very deep, Greg. That's, that's about as deep as I'm going to be able to get today. That's what she said. No, no, we don't do that around here. That's not what we do. God damn it, I'm trying to... Oh, I'm going to have to cut part of this out. I'm I'm trying my... Um, Why do you have to cut it out? This is compelling. This is, this is so compelling. God damn it. I keep... Here's the problem. I keep accidentally clicking away from it. I had it all pulled up. I had all of this like sure set. Because I'm a professional. This is what I do. You know, um, it's what I do. All right, first up, Sarah. Oh, my God. We got a big, big battle that's going to be happening in Las Vegas. That is because Utah, the University of Utah out of the Pac-12, finished 9-3, and beat the hell out of Oregon this year, playing Brigham Young University. Also 9-3. and three. Those are the Mormons, right? Yep. Calling it the Holy War. <laughs> because it's two teams from Utah. Duking it out really? in Vegas. That must suck for the BYU players because they can't really go do... You're in Vegas, but you really can't go do anything. I guess you can ride the rides. I imagine Utah's players are... Actually, that's probably a big advantage to BYU now that I think about it. It's probably a huge advantage... Because they're not going to be going out and doing anything. Versus Utah's players are going to, you know, 21-year-old college students in a bowl game on a free vacation. Yeah, they're probably going to be. Oh, yeah. They're going to be the worst. Yeah. So in this prediction, BYU versus Utah, because of that reason, because it's Vegas, BYU is going to beat Utah. Okay. BYU will beat Utah tomorrow. And I'm a Pac-12 guy. I want Utah to win, but hey, I think BYU is going to do it. That is the game tomorrow at 12:30, Sarah. Also tomorrow, Arizona versus New Mexico. Arizona six and six. New Mexico seven and five. The winner will be Arizona. University of Arizona taking down New Mexico. Good stuff. And finally, we'll have uh, we'll do this uh, this game. Uh, it's taking place on Monday. Western Kentucky versus South Florida, Sarah. Wow. Western Kentucky versus South Florida. Two real Florida. big, big teams. Big teams. Mm-hmm. Big thing. Big, big game there happening. In the Miami Beach Bowl. Western Kentucky will beat South Florida. Oh, my gosh. On their home turf. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> oh, Greg. <sighs> What's going on over there, crazy? I'm thinking about the crazy good deals that are down at Next Adventure is what oh. I was thinking about. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio and wonderful people. I'm sure. <laughs> they are awesome. Next Adventure really is. Don't mind my terrible intro into that, talking about them. They, they really are wonderful. Uh, Next Adventure, Stark and Grand is where their main store is. Their outdoor store 
um, any anything that you need for the outdoors, be it for uh, snow sports, be it for summer, be it for clothes. They have wonderful deals on clothes. They have a used section, an entire used, like the basement is all used stuff. It really is uh, really great. And so they are a fine sponsor for Employment Radio. Next to Venture.net, you can buy online. It's a good snow winter, Greg. It's a good snow winter. Mm-hmm. Snow, good snow winter. It is Words, a good snow winter. Words, things said. <laughs> people good. They are good people. They really are. The people that run Next to Venture are really people good, good people. People good, but really, they're good people. They're really good people. They are good people. What? Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I was just finding something in the chat. Oh. Because we started early, and it's be- it's because of me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just explaining that. It's my fault. I'm taking blame. Rightfully so. Everything's your fault. Everything's my fault. Mm-hmm. You are all wonderful. Oh, coming up today on Drive Time at the Drive-In, mm-hmm. if you're a live subscriber to Fun Employment Radio, you can listen to this. Drive Time at the Drive-In at 5.30, playing the theme, the, or the score, to Krampus. Oh, Krampus. awesome. That is Krampus. so cool. Krampus. Starring our friend David Keckner. Yes, indeed. David mm-hmm. Keckner is in that. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You are wonderful. We will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, bye friends. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.